Amen. Nope. So, uh, let us pray. God, we do thank you for blessing us the old time way. We thank you for allowing us to come here today to praise your name. We thank you for those who are not in the building, but for those who are online listening and looking at us in another technology fashion. God, we praise your name for all that we are about to do and have been assigned to do. In this, this fourth part of this series that you gave to us, uh, God, we thank you for the title. It's hard to see purpose in pain. My Lord. Hard to see purpose in pain. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. I, I will endeavor not to stand long, but, uh, you know, we back in the old time way and there was a song they used to sing, Lord, I cry, uh -huh. and I cried. Then it was Monica. Cried all night long. My Lord. I cried and I cried until I cried. Y'all know that song? Yeah. What else is that? I prayed and I prayed. Prayed all night long. I prayed and I prayed until I don't even hardly have a voice left. Y'all had me singing my little old song. So I can't even hardly get it out. And my soul, they said, couldn't rest content until I found the Lord. Amen. You see, this song highlights the plight of David and, and his men in the text where they had headed toward their God-given purpose. How many of you have ever cried all night long? Jesus. Yes. Right, here I am. Cried and prayed and snorted and Lord, Lord, Lord said a few words that I probably wouldn't have said otherwise all night long because my soul couldn't rest content. Until I found the Lord. Until I was strengthened yes. in the Lord. Amen. So let me tell you something today. Our text in this part four talks about the, again, the agony and the pain. And you know, I, I know y'all like it this way. Through many dangers, toils, and snares. That's what the old folk used to say. And David and his men have now come. Here they are through much agony and pain, trials and tribulations, dangers, tolls, snares, issues, concerns, backslaps. Y'all know what backslaps are. Uh, are being pushed aside, being dismayed, being dispossessed, and et cetera, et cetera. Etc. Sister Kimber, many of you have also come, and I know that you come through the fire. My Lord, you come through the flood. You, you come through disappointment. You come through distress. You come through durance. Seeking your purpose. Sister Fran, I know you're a witness in the house. Amen. Ah, but all of that happened, but somewhere along the line, 
we strengthen ourselves yeah. in the Lord. Yeah. Yeah. And look at you now. Hey, compared to how you look Thank back Lord. then. Oh, look at what God has done for yeah. you. Yeah. Look at you now. This message is just as much for me as it is for you. So, so, so uh, since I know I got some witnesses in the house, yeah. I want you to just take 10 seconds for you true believers to give God some praise of how you made it over the heartache and the rain and the upside down situation. How you made it. Thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. Thank you because you've been strengthened in the Lord. Oh, yeah. We've been given strength from God. No matter how the situation looks, Graham, it's going to be all right. Thank you, God. Thank you, Lord. So once again, we come to tell you that after seeming like we have lost it all, uh -huh. where we can still reach our purpose. Because yeah. the remainder of this story tells us all of what's happened. So let us recap and go forward. And I'll get out of the way so that the other preacher, the one that... Uh, <laughs> all right, I'll leave it alone. I, I, I try to give her the props because she, you know, you know, you know, you know how it is. But she don't want me to do that. She, so, so I, I'll be nice. All right, all right. Amen. So in these verses, now we have David and his men who have lost all they had, including their wives, their children, and their possessions, even down to their animals. They lost all this. Nobody was killed, but these Amalekites came and took everything, mm -hmm. including David's two wives. Uh -oh. And for what they didn't take in the town that they left, they left it attacked, plundered, and burned up. Mm -hmm. Everything was messed up. Sometimes, you know, life is like that. Yeah. We know that some of you can sympathize. And we know that some of you can even empathize because life has dealt you a similar blow. Am I right about it? Yeah. I know I am because, let me raise my hand for everybody in the building. We all have gone through it. Amen. And the text says in verse 10, that the men who were to fight and get the return of everything that God had already promised they would get, they get into verse 8, and the number of people he had to work with were cut from 600 to 400. Last week, we told you similar to like when Gideon had his 30,000. And God reduced him down to 300. Well, at least David had 100 more than Gideon. Uh, yeah. uh, and these 200 were just too tired to fight. Once they got to the water, they said, now y'all go, we can't go no more. And so we asked you last week, have you ever had to fight life's consequential conditions? With less than what you thought you needed. My Lord, Amen. come on now. Less than what you, you thought you should get a little more. Yeah. And the Lord said, I, I, I 
a little bit less. Jesus. But David, after strengthening himself in the Lord and given the conditions, he continued to strengthen himself, Reverend Jesus. Lord. Thank you, Lord. In the Lord. Yeah. And he continued the pursuit of the Amalekites with the 400 men he had left. Uh huh, uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, when God tells you to pursue, Amen. you better pursue. Jesus. If you want to succeed, you better pursue. Jesus. Just like He told you to go do it, you better go do it. Amen. And reach your purpose. You, you yes. have no choice but to continue without giving up. Amen. Doesn't matter what you don't have. Go uh, ahead. What matters is what you do have. Yes. Thank you, Lord. So 400 men was enough. Now in verses 11 through 15, it just so happens that David and his 400 men found an Egyptian who was a slave of the Amalekites. And it just so happens, Reverend Brother Phil, that this slave was abandoned by the Amalekites. How many of you know that when God sends you out for his purposes, nothing just happens? I hope you heard me. When God sends you out for his purposes, nothing just happens. I don't know about you, but I know God as a master orchestrator. Yes. I can see it last week and the week before and the week before and the week before. In fact, I can go all the way back to the beginning of the year and keep on going. A master orchestrator is he. There ought to be some amens in the house because he's orchestrated some things for you. He has brought you from a mighty long way. He's done some things that you weren't looking for. He blessed you beyond the path. Yes. I'm, I'm not going to get all, all flustered and, and, and upset because the preacher's going to come. So I'm just going to hurry up and get my little stuff out of the way. So though this man was left for dead, David and his men fed him. He gave him some little Debbie cakes. Two cakes of raisins. I'm sure y'all seen the little Debbie's with the raisins all in them. I know y'all have. Yeah, I know. And it just so happens that he had all the necessary intelligence that David needed to know where to find the enemy. Just so happened. Just so happened. David was looking for these Amalekites. He didn't really know who he was looking for, but he had to go and find the Amalekites. And this guy happened to have all the intelligence, everything, the full woman like that, that he needed to tell him what to do in this losing situation. Because sometimes you got to look like it is failing. And God will let you know that you're still going to be in a win-win situation. You might think it's all over, but God already said it's a win-win. Yes. 
certainly through our own lives is that God can often use that emotional pain, that upset, that hard thing uh, as the springboard to get us to our purpose. Amen. Somebody, I know, I know it's not always easy, it's not always fun, but God will often use that to get us to whatever else he has uh, for us. And, 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 and let me just say this as an aside, this, this, this is uh, kind of funny how it kind of ties in with as we look at purpose and getting to our purpose and God having purpose. Our, our new uh, grandbaby, um, who you all can tell right now, has already become sermon material. Amen. For a little guy, ain't a month old, but we got some stuff from him that we can tell you all about. But what he has reminded us is, is, is that uh, even newborns do things for a purpose. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his purpose, his purpose right now, Brother Rico, it seems a very basic, at a very basic human uh, level because his purpose right now is for somebody to fix whatever is ailing him. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he got a distress signal that he shows that he shows everybody in the house uh, when he's either hungry, uh, when he's wet, uh, or maybe when he's sleepy, amen. Somebody who has a emotional distress that shows up and somebody gonna do something. Uh, it comes uh, with a purpose uh, in mind. He may not understand what he's doing, but we get the point that we need to figure out what is uh, distressing him. Uh, uh, David, David, uh, he cried and he cried and he cried until he couldn't cry anymore. Can we remind you that newborn babies can do that to ensure that they are able to show their emotional pain for a purpose. And right now, uh, that little guy is telling us where he stands. Uh, uh -huh, it's all about his purpose and getting his needs met. Uh, uh, but I want you all to also know that there are several major concepts uh, in this scripture today that can help us to get to our purpose even though there has been uh, some pain, some emotional distress that has happened in our lives. We may ask the, the question this morning, why, why was this story included in the text? Uh, what why, why, uh, why uh, do we have to go through something uh, to get to something else? Why can't we just walk on in on easy street? Why, why can't the doors just fly wide open uh, and let us just go on to the next level? Why do we have to suffer some time uh, through such anguish and pain uh, to get to where we are going? But uh, can I tell you that that is often how God moves in his people. Uh, we never really grow when life is easy but we grow so much more when life is difficult when circumstances weigh us down amen somebody in the house amen somebody amen. see 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 we we have our, our, our time of pain 
And God can use that pain. Uh, see, because there are times when we will say to God, I, God, I want you to touch me. I want you to heal me. I want you to deliver me. But that is not just an idol, an idol thought. Uh, uh, God will take it and he will use the, that, that touching. He'll use that healing. He'll use your deliverance. He'll help to teach you something. He will give you that experience or allow you to go through that difficult moment uh, so he can get you to the next level. Uh, think about it in the natural. Uh, think about it even when you're in school. Uh, in order to go from one grade to the next, uh, you gotta go through what you gotta go through there before you can get to this. Amen, somebody. Uh, before we can go through that next level, uh, hallelujah, we gotta go through uh, what it is that God has placed before us, whatever test it is, whatever trial it is, whatever pain or situation it is, uh, God has a purpose for it. Uh, and he and He alone uh, knows the purpose. Uh, we just have to wait and get through it from one thing to the next. Uh, so David, David, David and his 400 men, uh, here they are in the text. They are looking for the Amalekites. Uh, uh -huh, they are, and they ran across this man who they have, well, you might as well say nurse back to health because they fed him the fact that he said little Debbie Cakes uh, and then he got stronger and he could tell them what it was they needed uh, so they could find who it was they were looking for and so they now are looking at more, uh, not so much the pain but now they are looking at some triumph here because now they are on the road uh, to find the people who hurt them, uh, who, who find the people who, 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 who their wives and the livestock and the children. Uh, I just want somebody to be reminded today, I don't know what it is that you are going through, but just like God used uh, the, the, the situation that David was in, um, I, I'm reminded that Paul wrote years and years later in Romans 8 and 28, and we know that all things will work together for those who love God and to those who are called according to what? His purpose. His purpose. His purpose. Did you all hear that word purpose in the pericope of the text that Paul wrote back in Romans? He said, he said, to those who are called according to his purpose. Uh, David was called according uh, to God's purpose. Uh, amen, somebody. Uh, you see, God wants us to have our victory in him. Uh, we get through the circumstances uh, that's usually for our good. It doesn't always feel good in the moment. Amen, somebody. But we get through it for our good, but it's always for his glory. Uh, his it will always point uh, to its glory. Oh, God. It's not our purposes that really count all that matters. Uh, really, is God's glory. Hey, yes. Yes. Amen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, if we could keep our eyes uh, on God's glory as we are going through uh, our situations, Reverend Denise, uh, oh, wouldn't it be so much better if we could lift up our heads uh, and look at God's glory? Uh, it would be so much easier. But every now and then, uh, we have a tendency, church, to take our eyes off of God's glory uh, and we put our, our, our eyes on our and our 
situation. Uh, oh God, oh God, we came this morning. Pastor Keith and I came this morning because we wanted to encourage you this morning as uh, as as you as you go through your trials and your tribulations that we want you to keep going in spite of what it looks like. Uh, and the first thing we want to tell you is this, uh, and you all have heard this written in the text before that the Lord says, "Be strong and courageous." Uh, I know it's not easy sometimes. I, I, I know it for myself. As Pastor Keith said, I raise my hand. Sometimes I'm not as strong as I think I need to be. But I found out when I read through the word of God, if David learned to strengthen himself in the Lord, I can strengthen myself in the word of God. Because I can roll, my, I can roll back in the Old Testament and I can pick up Joshua, Joshua 1, 5 through 7. And it reminds me that I have to be strong and courageous as I go through. Oh, I can find it in Deuteronomy 3, I'm sorry, 31, 6 and 7, where it tells me to be not afraid. Has anybody ever been afraid? Life has gotten you in a situation, has tangled you up, and it makes you feel just a little bit scared. Well, then when we look at Deuteronomy 31 and 8, we can lean on this because the word says God will go before you, that God will be with you. He says that I will never leave you, neither will I forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. In other words, God is saying, go forth. I got your back. His message in the text when you read it in Joshua, really when you study it, it is a personal message to Joshua. And God repeats the words. He says it more than one time. He says, be strong and be courageous because he knew Joshua would have a difficult time moving forward after losing his leader Moses. You see, Moses had been a whole lot to a whole lot of people. He hung in there when other people would have given up a long time ago. You see, I'm telling you, Joshua, when he, this position that he was in, he could have let his pain impede his purpose, but God made him a promise that he would always be with him. Oh, I'm talking to somebody this morning. I need you to learn that just like God spoke to Joshua, he can speak to you and he can encourage your heart and tell you not to give up, to keep going forward, even when you want to. Yes. Oh, God, oh, God. And sometimes we just want to. Come on, can we just be honest in the house this morning? Sometimes it just be so much easier to just sit down. It just be easier to just put it all away. Just close the book and go take a nap. But I came to tell somebody that God says, get up and keep going. I am with you. All right, all right, all right. And so now we know that we got to do that. What's the second thing? Well, the second thing is this. Uh, our second point says to stay in hot pursuit. Uh-huh. In other words, in other words, be relentless. Ah, uh, ah, uh, see, here's another R word. Pastor Keith said I couldn't do my R's this week, uh, so I'm just going to give you one. Uh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. So, so, 
relentless, relentless. We, we, we understand what being relentless is. It, it, it's, it, it essentially means if we break it down, it just simply means that we just don't take our foot off the gas. Uh-huh. We, we, we don't slack up, we, we don't slow up, but we continue to move straight ahead, full speed ahead. Remember I said to you that God said that he would be with us. Remember I said if we keep our eyes on God's glory, that'll help us to keep moving forward. Oh, you see, I, I learned, I learned that there are biblical examples of people written in this book with they just show just relentlessness. And I think about Peter. Peter was something else. But under the power of the Holy Ghost, Peter was able to bring in people into the kingdom. He had relentless courage. He had relentless passion, even unto death. How about Paul? Paul was another one who he persevered against all odds. Once the man got converted, he was on fire. I say his fire was unparalleled. That was relentlessness that showed up in Paul. And then you know I can't leave out a sister. There was a woman named Anna. A woman named Anna who was a prophetess. And he, she prayed and she prayed and she prayed all night long because her soul wouldn't be contended until she found the Lord. relentlessness uh, looks like if you ever need uh, encouragement in your spirit uh, if you ever get tired and ready to quit uh, I'm telling you you never you better look up these people in God's word uh, sometimes sometimes when it looks hopeless uh, we're telling you to stay in hot pursuit uh, because your purpose uh, your purpose is still waiting uh, when it seems like you are helpless and it is pointless uh, stay in uh, hot yeah, when it seems like you are condemned to failure and frustration, stay in hot pursuit because, because, because we got one connected to that, which is for our point number three. God gives us energy for the pursuit of purpose. Ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. See, see, see what we got to do. We, we, we got to see God in everything. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I know that gets difficult sometimes. I know things can weigh us down sometimes, but we still got to look for the energy that God gives us for the pursuit of our purpose. I look at the energy of David. I know David had gone through a lot. I know he had to be tired. I know he was ready to give up. No doubt he found it hard to say that he was an overcomer uh, and he probably had moments when he even wondered if he was a child of the most high God uh, because there were times you could see it in the story where the pain was so great and the emotion was so heavy that he could not even overcome his own tears uh, uh, but when we go back in the text and we pick up verse number 6 once again uh, uh, we see how David was able to overcome and get back in the game again uh, is that he gained strength uh, in the Lord. Uh, he gained strength uh, in the Lord. Uh, he gained strength uh, in the Lord. Uh, he was able to find energy to say that he was going to get through now no matter what uh, was 
trying to stand in his way. Can I tell you all that every now and then things are going to try to come to keep you from going forward. Oh, yes, it will. Your haters will come. Your naysayers will come. People that you thought were on your side, they will come. And they will try to stop the purpose that God has placed in you. But I came to tell somebody this morning that you're going to keep on going because you know now how to strengthen yourself in the Lord. Let me tell you what else he knew. He knew that God is able. Oh, God. God is able. Do I have a witness in the house this morning that knows that God is always able? And like David, you need to let the world know I might have to go through this. I might have to go through some pain. I might come out with one heel on my shoe and one heel someplace else. Second win. I can go on just a little bit longer. Oh God. I 
with the people of Judah. Oh, you never know, church. You, you, you never know. You never know where God is taking you and who will take you to your next level in him. I know, I know. We are, well, I know we've had so much pain in our lives. And it's been hard to see the purpose. Oh, God. But can you use this story to show, to show that even in the midst of it, Sister Leona, even in the midst of it, that God will use it and he will get the glory out of your life, out of your pain, Let me hear you just shout, uh, 